welcome again to another episode for the Puppet Podcast. I'm really happy because we crossed the ocean again and we will meet a wonderful puppeteer, dancer, someone who have like a lot of talent and I have a lot of admiration about his work. And just before I bring him in the screen, I want to tell you that yes, we launched our website, our Patreon page, our YouTube channel just explodes. Everything like with this pandemic thing, it's like people are through their screen. So we get a lot of people attract to the podcast and I'm really thankful for everyone who just share, follow and just keep make this beautiful network grow. And I encourage you to just have a look on all the platform that we explore. Explore. We are now on Spotify, Apple, uh, music, all over, and it's really an amazing adventure. So now that the commercial is done, I will bring in the screen and just write in the the on the side below where you're watching this, where you are from, and we will be amazed to see that the podcast is seen by all over the world. But from Netherlands, please welcome Mr. Duda Paiva. Boom! <laughs> what an entrance! Hello. Hello. I heard. I heard you are in Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we are on Spotify. I would like to sing. To sing a song? No, no, just, just a sec. This is not. This is not. I want its talent development, <laughs> right? It's yes. A showcase. It's not a showcase. Just don't touch me. Just, I, I have to talk to to her. You're you're amazing, beautiful lady. I come back. Yeah, come back later. Later, you don't, you. Don't touch me. I I excuse me. Hello, sorry for this interruption. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we 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 know how is it as a puppeteer. We sometimes have like personality coming in. Ah. <laughs> uh, Nowadays, they hear about oh Spotify, this is and that. They want to show up to see if they become famous out of the blue. You know, yeah. it's yeah. an opportunity. Yes, true. It's it's kind of thank you to be part of this show. Do that. You're very welcome. Thank you for this initiative. I, I think it's very important what what you're doing. We're connecting people and uh, uh, giving us a chance to to speak and to hear. Yes. And to act, basically. Yes, and everyone watching, if you have any question for Duda, just write it below and we will bring it into the screen. We can bring Christian into the screen, so it's it's really nice. So how is it in Netherlands right now? Right now we have a beautiful weather. It's a weather <laughs> forecast now. Oh, no, true, because here, no, sometimes the weather can be a problem, but actually it's mid of June and it's mild, not much rain, so it's nice. It's nice for, for a change. Yes, and could you bring, like, to the audience uh, your path? I always like when the puppeteer presents himself, like where he comes from to puppetry. Right. Uh, I never intended to be a puppeteer. It, it was never in my plans. Mm -hmm. uh, only now, actually, it was just like some weeks ago, somebody asked me that same question, like, well, 
you never had something with puppets in, in your childhood? I'm like, no. And then I was like, boing. I uh, sometimes I would spend a lot of time. I'm Brazilian. I was born in Brazil, but I eradicate myself in um, as Dutch uh, in the Netherlands. That's where I live most of my life in Holland. But I was raised uh, uh, in my childhood in Brazil, and sometimes I would spend holidays in the farm. Mm -hmm. And in the farm, sometimes we have people who work uh, in the fields and stuff, and sometimes they are we we encounter like some real uh, healers people who are really connected to herbs and well anyway we had one like that in the farm oh. and not only that she was a healer but she could see the future oh wow yeah we have this kind of things uh sometimes she would go she say well i'm going to the fields and then she would come back after 15 minutes with some specific uh, leaves and she started praying and seeing what is your energy, something like that. Oh, okay, interesting. And some, and then she was she was like doing this on me. Then I was like, yeah, this leaves don't do anything. And then she said, well, I have nothing to tell you. Okay. And then after one week after, she came with a with a doll. She made for me this doll. Oh. And. And uh, I was a little boy playing with a doll. And somehow I think she put something there. She had some prayer in that doll. <laughs> there was something on that doll. That's my only explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, this is the first puppet you manipulate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that's kind of a, a backstory. Great anecdote. Yeah, but anyway, I um um I I started doing theater since I'm 14 years old. Drama, uh -huh. studying drama, and then studied dance. I became a professional dancer. That's why I came to the Netherlands to to try my professional career mm -hmm. as a as a contemporary dancer. Here in the Netherlands, I had the opportunity to uh, uh, to meet my first puppet masters. And with this meeting, then my, my passion with puppetry grew. And therefore, I started uh, this big research uh, between dance and puppetry that um, since 20 years. Yes. And it's, it's an amazing research for the one who haven't seen do that works. It's, you just have a look to the website. Just the picture is talking about the research. And why puppetry? Like why you cherish that art uh, i i it's it's interesting because of my uh, um, uh, mindset on the time when i met the first puppet uh -huh. i was growing not i was growing a bit unhappy with my career as a, a contemporary dancer and how dance was developing itself um, I was feeling, I was missing a connection between me and, and the audience. Um, so I was quite unhappy. When I saw the puppet, I was like, whoa, that brings me joy. It, 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 I saw life in that puppet and I knew it was foam. I knew it was foam. It was not real, but something, that magic, that, that witch put in my head, that was like, poof. 
something happened when I saw the first puppet. Yes. I was like, uh oh, this this is twisted. This is weird, and I like it. Uh, so I found I found uh, through the puppets I found a bridge between me and the audience, mm. and the more honest connection, more vivid. Let's say not honest, but a more vivid connection, uh, uh, lively connection between me and and uh, the audience. That's good. That's true. Like puppet mm. could make like a, a like a third party, and it's true. The, the public Absolutely. is more used to laugh, and that's that's great. That's why lately, in some in some shows of mine, there's always this thing. I actually, almost in all of my shows, there is this moment that the puppet breaks the fourth wall, the yeah. theatrical fourth wall, and uh, within the structure of the shows that that I create within to the Piper Company and in other companies as well <laughs> there is always this moment that i'm like all right let's break this wall and let's see what is the reaction between public and puppet and from there on it's risk yeah a risk taking and well yeah let's go there <laughs> i love that you bring the risk risk <laughs> phenomena <laughs> For me, a puppet is more like a terrorist of 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 <laughs> of, of theater, because it, 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 nowadays we have so much rules in art making. Also, where the phones, the money comes for us to make art nowadays, it's so an amount of enormous uh, rules that you cannot change. And in one hand, that's fine. In the other hand, that limits the, mm -hmm. the, the, the creativity in itself. And, and the puppet for me, like if you have any rule, the puppet goes there, observe the rule, flirts with the rules, but then it, it's for sure is going to break it. It's going to break it. Uh, and that's why I am fascinated because it does put me as an artist in, a, um, uh, in, in an unknown where I have to be present myself. Uh -huh. and, and that, and that uh, so the puppet for me, it helps me not to lie. Wow, that's a good point. <laughs> it really forces me not to be in the present, the here and now. That's what I find beautiful about, about that. That's an amazing answer. I like the full concept. And could you give us your crush? When this crush, we talked a, a bit earlier about this master that you of puppetry that you, you met. Do you think like this is the crush moment? Crush moment, yeah. That was the crush moment, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That was the egg hatching. That was that was it was there. Yeah, and who was this this person you were working it with? It was two ladies. Okay. Uh, two ladies. Um, I like them very much. I mean, not only because for me they are masters, but because they are unique. And and they brought magic to the room. They brought magic to my imagination. They they awakened that that magic, and they saw that. Yeah. They saw that. They saw, oh, that one is hatching. You can see. 
you can see who hatches and who doesn't. It's very clear yeah. because you can see that through the puppet. Mm -hmm. And the puppet doesn't doesn't let you lie. Doesn't let you lie. Yes. And and they were like, oh, this boy's twisted and is talented. And well, they decided to to teach me then. Their name is uh, the group is uh, is called Gertrude Theater. They're from Israel. It's two ladies. One is called Yael Imbar, and the other one is called Rivital Ariely. Great. Thank you for the, for the name. I think people could have a look uh, on those people. And then, and then in the Netherlands, then I found Neville Tronter, and he was one of my biggest uh, uh, um, inspiration as well. Yeah. And but then you know even before before meeting all of these masters uh, puppet masters I had encounter with many people who really inspired me in the in the field of dance of course because I was a dancer and um, not only in in ballet in classical dance but also in in contemporary dance but also in buto ah. Uh, uh, there was a period I went to Japan and I lived in Japan uh, because I wanted to study with Kazuo Ono when he was still alive. And that one was also uh, a huge uh, uh, inspiration in terms mm. of master and disciple. Yes, that's great. And I, I will and, uh, go toward my next question is about like the feel of study. You, you come from dance. But in your opinion, what is the best field of study for a puppeteer if someone wants to learn this beautiful profession? To become a puppeteer, you should not be afraid of the ridiculous. True. It's rule number one, uh, which of course we will break that rule anyway. Uh, uh, no, but ridiculous. There is, there is this thing of the puppet there, there, you know, it brings life. It's a, it's a memory box. In this puppet, you can just open this box of memories and of, uh, uh, of, of dreams and connections that, that you make. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think they are um, an excellent tool for, for expression. So. Mm -hmm. I was a dancer. It helped me because, you know, we, between puppetry and dance, we work with rhythm, uh, uh, focus, um, so many things that, that uh, relates one and the other. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily that if you are a good dancer, that you'll become a good puppeteer. It doesn't match. Mm -hmm. you, you can just have the tools, the technique. But if you don't have the thing in your head, you don't become a good puppeteer. Mm -hmm. and, and what will be this thing? You, how you will name that kind of craziness? Or <laughs> people call it. This is this is a, a, a an expression that it's not uh, that we should not. Um, um, it's just a popular saying. You know, yeah. it's called a schizophrenia. It's a good schizophrenia. Okay. <laughs> I, I because, like this. Yeah. Because uh, um, um, you have 
to observe that puppet. Yeah, out of your... You have to establish this difference between you and the puppet. Yeah. Um, so somehow you are observing what you are doing. You're observing this other body that it's just in front of you or beside you whenever the puppet is. Uh, uh, so as an actor, you are observing what you're doing while you're doing. Yeah. It comes almost close to meditation rather than any kind of other fields of dance or this kind of things. Yeah, it's kind of to be objective at some point about what I'm creating right in the present moment. That's You have to believe that there is these two beings functioning at the same time, which is you. If you want to interact with the puppet, then it's yeah. two characters. This is called split focus. It's a technique in itself. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then if you're doing the split focus, it's two have, have, at the same time. They are thinking at the same time. Mm -hmm. But you are the only one manipulating that one. And you have to believe in that magic that there is two, it's not one. Yeah, true. I've seen, I've been working a lot lately with many different kinds of people from break dancers, big drama actors, singers, a lot of singers, musicians, of course, puppeteers and, and dancers. Uh, and sometimes you have this amazing. <gasps> actor and when there is a puppet with him he's broken he's broken because the actor is so much in himself all the time it's his, his tool of work it's him yeah but when you have to give to share that with another body besides you they can't yeah they can't do this uh, separation I find very interesting to observe that because I'm yeah. like, oh my God, this person is so so talented. How cannot do that? Yeah, and they feel bad of not being able to do it. And just, I'm I'm not good. I'm. Mm. <laughs> I I observe that, that too. It's not that. Then comes ego, uh, the whole ego thing, because then, yeah. uh, because then it's very easy to say it. I would be happy if these people would would say yeah. I cannot do it. I mean, well, I would I'd feel more honest, but then it's no, but then it's like, well, puppets. And then comes the prejudice <laughs> against puppets. I'm happy you bring it. <laughs> that happens a lot, the prejudice against puppets. I'm like, oh God, why do we still have this? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> because I, I think it's, it's the next extremely rich it's extremely rich it's extremely contemporary yeah. the, the the work with puppetry because it's about giving life it's not about dying or it's not about killing things it's not about putting things apart like the whole yeah contemporary whole high art is based about is death this that <laughs> and here we are in our opportunity to actually give life to something, because nowadays we need that. We we it's, we have to stop talking about the death that we suffer and this and that. It's enough. Yes, totally. I totally agree. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a big, if you agree, people just write it down and just like 
Yes, let's just talk about bring life to stop. Exactly. And you have it's your a simple go for it's it. A go simple, for it. It's it's a simple statement. Totally. But it's a difficult thing to do because I'm just talking about giving life, giving life, but it technically it's so demanding. It's so very demanding. Um uh, especially for my kind of work, that for me it's not enough just just to give life. I mean, the person has to dance good, has to talk, has to improvise good, and I'm like, oh, it's it's intense, you know. Yeah. The person has to be has to have a lot of uh, disciplines, holding mm -hmm. a lot of disciplines. Totally, it's so multidisciplinary. I, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And what is your definition? Like when maybe a kid or a coworker or someone wants to understand what you do, when you say, "What is a puppet?" Like, what is your in your own work? How you answer to this? I think I answered that already in the first thing. I think for me, the, the puppet is a terrorist of theater. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And for me, puppet, it's uh, it's two things. It's the terrorist of, of theater, but it's also it's the poetry of theater. Yeah. It's pure poetry. It's pure poetry. Totally. Oh, that's great. And do you think our... So, so it's a terrorist poet. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that. It's It could be a statement. Puppeteer <laughs> are the terrorist poet. That's great. And that's good. That's good. You believe that we are in an ascension of puppetry or it's getting less popular? We still have to fight. What do you think about this? Well, we always have to fight. I mean, not only puppets, but the art in itself. We have to fight. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, because. But anyway, I, I'm going to answer, <laughs> I'm not answering on that subject. Right yeah. now, I'm going to answer you uh, the thing, because you, you asked me about puppetry in itself. Yeah. Um, I had an experience last year, last year, where I went to two very important venues for me in contemporary uh, theater, which was La Mama in, in New York and then the Metropolitan in Tokyo. Mm. And and these venues are dear to me because uh, they uh, it, they profile cut edge uh, cutting edge uh, theater makers and mm. there's not much of a puppetry happening within within the contemporary uh, theater field. Mm -hmm. Very often we have our ghetto for puppetry. We have our little festivals, we have our little Unima meetings, everything is like puppet, puppet, puppet. And sometimes we have great cutting edge stuff. And, and But very often, very often, there's this whole world, there's this whole mindset of, of puppetry that it can be also very tricky. And it can it can just put us stuck in a little ghetto. Yeah. And me and my producer Priska Mas, we've been for years like, oh, to be cool if we can 
take puppetry to a different kind of uh, audience, to a different kind of, uh, to a crossover that we, we, we can present it not, not only within the puppetry field, but in dance or contemporary theatre festivals. And last year, we started to accomplish that with the performance called Blind, which is a show that I did in uh, collaboration with the director Nancy Black from Australia. We made a show about disability. Hmm. About my, hmm. my uh, uh, eye problem, which I was uh, in darkness for two years. And about her uh, disability problem within her family. She had, she had a very disabled daughter. We want to talk about how do we feel, but also what is the relation of this disability with society in itself? What is the inclusion or the lack of tolerance for that in an open way? So we invited half of the audience to sit with me on stage while I delivered this crazy performance. <laughs> uh, and first it was not very well accepted in the whole puppet field. People were like, what the fuck is that? I mean, people were like, uh, but then other people, other venues from more cutting edge, contemporary uh, um, um, curators, they start looking at it with a little bit more interest. They gave us some chance. And then we see, we saw the work being being profiled in different kind of venues. Yeah, and and that that was quite uh, uh, an accomplishment. True. And the reaction of people, people are like, "I've never seen that in my life. I never knew that that could be something in for an adult audience for a contemporary venue." So that's why for me, puppetry, it's so refreshing. It's so, it's still, there's so much to develop, but we have to get out of this stigma that it's just for kids, it's a silly art form. That is the prejudice that we, that we fight against. Maybe because of the whole television things for, for children that the use of puppetry is very welcome and very efficient. Mm-hmm. But we should not be afraid of being a child when we look at puppetry, because immediately when we have this kind of object or a puppet, it gets us back to childhood naturally. There mm-hmm. is nothing wrong about that. We are not. We, if, we, if we watch something that takes us back to our innocent eyes, which is the eye of a child, it's even better because we are open for poetry. Yeah. We are open for new beginnings. And it doesn't mean that we're going to be stupid or we're going to be, oh, I'm not an adult anymore because I'm watching a, 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 a puppet thing. This prejudice is not healthy. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's full of of judgment and, and for sure. you you And your work especially bring some kind of like edgy moment and I, I think mix, it's really good for adults to just go yeah, on the edge. I mix, very, I mix very edgy stuff uh, with uh, being extremely silly 
bringing some kind of humor with mm -hmm. the puppet, but then to break it apart in an extremely abrupt way. Yeah. And this this com this combination, people uh, 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 people get out of their comfort zone because because there's a lot of impact and then there's laughter there is crying and there is this thing that you, you it's not quiet you, you you you're not really quiet when you look at it and that's what i think it's interesting yes because i don't think i don't think uh, i i love i love uh, soothing stuff with puppets sweet stuff i have nothing against that i like it but i don't think that we should just think about puppets we like that yeah and you are more like an explorer because as you said you've been playing to new york and japan and so you you conquer new territory with your puppetry art and yeah yeah. I think it's a, a great purpose, but I, it's bring me to my like last question about your big purpose as a puppeteer, like for the future, for your career, what do you have in mind for? No, I don't, I don't have like a big uh, purpose. What my intention is to teach, uh, is to teach, to pass this uh, um, to more people a technique that I've been developing for the last four years, which is called the object score. Why I created this technique? Because, yeah. <laughs> because uh, by teaching in many universities, in many uh, festivals all over the world, I realized that people were not prepared physically to deal with puppets that require more physicality. Because, you know, you end up in very weird positions when you manipulate a puppet or like this with, with your, with your, with oh. your spine a bit, a bit uh, uh, undulated or things that you have to manipulate like this. Yeah. You know, you name it. Yeah. Different positions. So, and also this, depending of, the, of, of uh, how the puppet is constructed, you end up with many pain. Also in this area here, and and I, and people could not really take the the work much further because of the physical limitation. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, whoa, we have to combine physiotherapy with uh, 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 body consciousness and dance technique, of course, and theater improvisation and puppet manipulation. So I combined all of these things. And I created, together with a university in Brazil, uh, we created this uh, um, system, actually. This system that now um, um, I'm sharing it with more people. Because That's... I would like to see people having this amazing experience that I have on stage. Yeah. Uh, 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 so th that's why. Yeah, I and, don't want and, to keep it for myself. I, I want yeah. people to do it. You know? Because for the one who haven't seen Duda perform, you seem, and I observe it, you seem to have a lot of fun on stage and a like lot, yeah. loving what you're doing. And I think that's great that you share this. Do you plan to write a book or something? Yeah, I'm preparing. Uh, uh, preparing to to write an ebook that we're gonna place it in the uh, our website with uh, 
very, very, very basic principles of the object score. Mm -hmm. But uh, but now I'm just uh, uh, teaching here and there uh, live. Né? It's difficult nowadays to teach <laughs> live because of the Corona thing. Yeah, I'm going to I... teach now in the end of uh, uh, in the end of this month. I'm going to Brussels for my first workshop Corona uh, Corona style. Yeah, but you will be there, or it will be with the screen, or no? I'm going to be there live. Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good because it's kind of hard to teach on Zoom or to do some. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We have. Uh, Josanne, who said that you are also an amazing dancer. So, yeah, I can bring it in, into the screen. Do, do, do. We have some some comments. People agree. <laughs> Josanne, she's my dear friend. That's great. That's great. So, and do you want to, for the conclusion, to bring back maybe your friend uh, who wants to be famous or uh, another one? Or? Yeah, there are, there are quite many here. Yeah. This is the first popper that I ever, uh, from the Israeli, uh, the Israeli uh, ladies, they made this puppet, and her name is Portia Labelle. Portia Labelle. Oh, Portia Labelle. Uh, oh wow, she's, she's belle, she's really belle. <laughs> Wow. And and those girls create it or you, you create yourself? Puppet? They created this puppet for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and this one, it was a phase also that I was teaching other people to make a puppet. This is a puppet from Bastard, uh, the performance. And he's a full, full uh, puppet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full figure puppet. Yeah. And this Clementine. <laughs> I love their eyes. <laughs> it's always shiny, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> Funny. Clementine. <laughs> There's an iconic dance between uh, me and Clementine where I give my legs to her to dance. Yeah. There's an iconic uh, um, registration of that in the YouTube. So if somebody's interested, go for Duda Paiva and then, and then you see me and her, the picture. So that's the one. Yeah, yeah. And I will put it when I, I will share the, the link. Maybe we can put it below the, the interview. These puppets they are made. They are made exclusively with foam. Yeah, and it's kind Only of foam. like vibrating also and capturing the light really. It nicely. does capture light. Uh, uh, it is very easy to handle because it's very light. Yeah. Because it's such a light material, there is a lot of a range for metamorphosis in the mask expression. The puppet can stretch a little bit, uh, uh, so there's a lot of uh, magical uh, tools with, with, within each of these puppets, and yeah. it's also very practical to travel. Yeah, I saw that you you take a, a vacuum and like. Woo! I vacuum them. 
<laughs> and they get really <laughs> in a little bag. <laughs> oh, I vacuum that and then and then I tape it. It looks like this um that I'm trafficking drugs, something like that. <laughs> it really looks like that. <laughs> but it's good, you know, when I'm in airports and stuff, they look at this and and I explain, well, it's foam. You can put in the X-ray. It's just foam. And then they do it. Then, oh, yeah, it's foam. <laughs> That's great. It's kind of good anecdote. This is a puppet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you very much, Dudai. Well, thank you, Caroline. That was super cool. Yes. And if people want to see more, where they can look uh for to see your work we have a channel in the youtube the it's a do the piva uh do the piva company we have a lot of stuff um in the youtube but we also have uh, instagram and uh, facebook do the piva company but also uh, our website there's a lot of information there and lately because of corona i'm more at home me and porsche we are uh, recording very short uh, um, theatrical exercise dialogues. Oh yeah. With text of uh, uh, yeah, with text of How Hartley or Todd Solomon uh, uh, and popular sayings as well. Very short, very short stories. We are uh, <laughs> we are having fun, dear. Yes. Together. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so we will have a look on this for sure. <laughs> I love her. She's kind of like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun. Thank you very much, Duda. So we will conclude on that. And everyone share this beautiful interview because it was an amazing moment. Puppetry and dance discussion. <laughs> hey, many thanks, and uh, well, I'll see you next time. Good yes, goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye.